Hello, and welcome back to Catching Up David. Tonight is episode 34, The Lego Movie. Hello, Hallie. Hello, David. Hello, Kristen. Hello, David. So, The Lego Movie is a 2014 computer animated science fiction comedy film. So, I'm already wrong because I thought I had read somewhere that The Lego Movie was done at least in part with stop motion with them actually like building everything out of Legos. But no, they just did a really good job of making <laughs> everything look like Legos. So, bad start to the episode, I guess, but that's okay. The Lego Movie stars Chris Pratt, Will Ferrell, Elizabeth Banks, Will Arnett, Nick Offerman, Allison Brie, Charlie Day, Liam Neeson, and Morgan Freeman. I've heard of like most of these people. I don't know who Elizabeth Banks is or Allison Brie or Charlie Day, but I feel like I've heard those names before. Have okay, you seen the meme of the guy with the conspiracy board? Janet? Yes. Carol, that's, that's the name. Charlie Carol. Day. That's Charlie Day. Oh, so he's he's on um It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah, there you go. He's Always Sunny in Philadelphia See, guy. That's that's why I thought I had heard his name. I but I thought that his character's name was Charlie. Is his character's name also Charlie? I think so. No, no, he's Benny. No, in in all in, in it's always Sunny. Oh, I have not watched that show, so I have no clue. Okay. I th yeah. Think it is. I I was like Charlie Day. That sounds like the guy from Always Sunny. But then I was like, no, that's just there's a guy named Charlie on Always Sunny. <laughs> I'm gonna look this but up because it's gonna bother. Maybe me. they're the same person. It's funny because we started the episode being wrong, and now you're right. Now I'm right. Also, and this doesn't count for anything, but I recognize Will Ferrell as soon as we see him in person. <laughs> Whoa! Like, you know it's, what? Okay. It's Will Ferrell. So, like, I don't know. Throw me, like, one bone, I guess. Yeah, because I actually was wondering while I was watching it, is, is David going to get the significance of this moment? I was not sure. I didn't know, like, how significant it was that it was Will Ferrell. But I was like, it is Will Ferrell. So it's he's he's no, you put this together. He's the voice of the of the president business. Yeah. So it's just that but it was like yeah. his yeah, also no, physically I, him. So yeah. like I, I didn't know if you would be like, Wow, that is Will Ferrell or if you would be like, Oh, that's the same man who is voicing president business. I wasn't I wasn't confident you were gonna Yeah. No, I I put it. I put two and two together. Oh, I'm so proud of you. Also, his name is Charlie on It's Always Sunny. I looked it up. Okay. That's really convenient. Yeah. More people. That's the only way I think I could be an actor is if I played somebody named David. Just all the time. Yeah. I just, I just have to be typecast as David. Do you think if you're an actor who plays like one character for a long time, you start kind of responding to that name even when you're not on set like do you think if you're at like a starbucks and your name is sarah but you're playing a person named natalie and someone says natalie you just instinctually turn yes um probably sometimes okay. i i uh i mean i got i got pretty used to being called by my brother's name just because we're twins and so somebody would say a name that was either my brother's or sounded like my brother's, and I'd be like, oh, they're talking about me, even when they weren't. <laughs> Too so, many twins, David. Yeah, probably. Yeah. So 
which pie is Chris Pratt? Just so we get this out of the way. He's oh, Chris Pratt Pratt was um, or like shoe fly pie. He's he's. What did I say he was? I was right. No, I was right. We didn't. I I think I said peach like peach cobbler. No, uh, that's because Chris it feels like his hair. Pine. But I also liked him more when I said that than I currently do. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's really unfortunate because. See, when this came out, it was like, yes, Crit Pratt. Crit Pratt. Chris Pratt. Great. But uh, watching it now, you're like, oof. If only it wasn't Chris Pratt. Yeah. Is he the the conservative Chris? He is. He's the conservative Chris. Who has some questionable opinions and some questionable actions that he has done. That's too bad. It is too bad, because I really like his voice. And I think he's really fun as Emmett. He's, he's a, got a he's good a voice for upstanding... voice acting. He really does. Yeah. He's and a pretty like he's... upstanding Lego guy. Yeah. He's the special. But we can all be the special. We can all be the we special. We can all be the special, so Chris Pratt isn't the special. It's fine. It's fine. He's he's like, I don't know, maybe he is pecan pie because I don't have strong feelings about pecan pie anymore. Like, I'd probably eat it, but I'd be like, eh. It's pecan pie. <laughs> pecan pie is like good. It's not bad, but I don't think ever in my life I have thought, "Wow, could really go for some pecan pie right now." Yeah. So like, he could be peach cobbler if he was just a better. Person. No, he is not. Chris Pine he, is. Peach he guess he could be a peach. No. Yes, we have been over this. No, yeah, and that's, like, I cannot see how anybody could think Chris Pine was Peach Cobbler. That doesn't if make he is any a Peach Cobbler, sense. he is Dutch Apple. That's what, what you just said. No, he's definitively just... Peach Cobbler, but if someone was like, but he's not, he's this, I would also accept partial credit for Dutch Apple. I think you're kind of first and foremost, you're back, you're, he's... I've said this you're from the beginning. And you're wrong on several counts. Is there a mute button for okay, you? Okay, great. There is not, <laughs> and I am running the, the, the group <coughs> recording, so... I'm just going to cough I could over sen- you. I could censor you if I, if I wanted to. I could cough over you. I'm censoring you now. <laughs> Good luck. Good luck censoring me. I'll just put my volume up to ah! ear-splitting levels like they were for our last recording. Drive David up the wall. <laughs> that noise is supposed that. to be me censoring Hallie, but I'm afraid it's just going to come across as like <laughs> someone putting a tongue compressor in my mouth. And that's not what was happening. <laughs> We're both just going to end up censoring David this way. <laughs> I can just cut all of this. It's fine. Probably for it's the best. It's fine. David, what anyway. what do you what pie do you think Chris Pratt is based on only his performance of Emmett, but then also what you know about him as a person from us? Oh, so <laughs> two two very opposite things. Pecan pie is like really, it's like super sweet. I don't know that I would go with a super sweet pie for him. Okay. Probably, I like it. Probably something apple-y. Like, 
apple pie is a pie that I will eat, but it's not it's not a pie that I'm excited about. And it can be it can be sweet, but it's also got like some tart to it. Right. Okay. Yeah. okay. You're wrong, fine. but like fine. Yeah, I like that you right. put heart so, like, into it. It's not right, but, but I thought you, about it. Yeah, you thought about it and you had like a knowledgeable answer. Yeah. And we respect Just, that. We do. We're proud of the lengths you have come. Yeah. Chris Pratt, probably an apple pie. Like like a like a store bought apple pie. <laughs> where like you know, it's like it three bucks. It was not made with love. Exactly. Yeah. It, it was it was churned out in a pie factory. It's full of preservatives, so it'll last forever. It's not a but pie. But sometimes you just This is a just, bomb. Sometimes you just you just need some apples. Made in a factory. A bomb factory. <laughs> factory. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. I know we know. <laughs> we know. We're not going to explain it. We're just going to keep going. Good. The Lego movie was a critical and commercial success, grossing $468 million off of its $60 million budget, which is so much money. It is. I think with $60 million, they could have built everything by hand, though. I'm just well, saying. So I think I think the last time when you like said that thing... In, the, in whatever episode we talked about that thing, probably the one before this one, I think I was like, yeah, I did, did that, because I was like really excited to talk about the Lego movie. And I think I was also wrong in that they did not build the sets. But the animation's so cool. It looks so cool. It looks so good. Yeah, I was reading about it on the Wikipedia page where all of my information comes yeah, from. Yeah, classic. And they, put, and they put in like so much work and so much detail into it yeah. including like uh for instance benny the spaceman being based off of like lego space sets sold in the 80s and yeah. his design includes the broken helmet chin strap a common defect of the space sets at that time is that That's why it's there fun. because i always loved that his helmet was broken yeah apparently those figures often had a broken chin strap god i love it so cool and, and i just like, like I ah. that's the little detail i'm here for yeah i appreciate that yeah and i love how they how they do like water and fire like i yeah. respect that they didn't shy away from those things they have plenty of water scenes where they're like yeah we're gonna break this water down into the little circular capsules so you can see it and like the fire is also individual circular little orange and red capsules so that you can see them but they also move somehow in ways that are reminiscent of real water and real fire and it's just real real visually pleasing yeah it also says that at times the minifigures were placed under microscopes to capture the seam lines dirt and grime into the digital textures adorable love it 10 Wait, out of yeah. say that again i got distracted by at something at times, the minifigures were placed under microscopes to capture the seam lines, dirt, and grime into the digital textures. You know, they did a really good job with that, so I'm, I'm not surprised. But I mean that in, like, a good way. I feel like when people say I'm not surprised, it's like, oh, I'm not surprised. But no, they did a lot of, a lot of good work, and I'm proud of them. Yeah, and it, it does look kind of, like, while I was watching it, before I looked up, 
on Wikipedia to find out. I was like, you know, this looks like it it could have actually been stop motion. Like they yeah. put a lot of effort into yeah. making it look like that, even though it was all computer animated. I remember being very impressed by at some point when we like focus on Emmett's face, I think it's either when he's falling in into I don't know what we're calling it, but like off the table or when he's being put back on the table and we just see like a close up of his face and then all the lights being colorful and flashing around him. You can see that there are, it's not scratches, but it's like very faint little scuff marks that you get from a toy that is, you know, well loved and played with. And I just thought that was really cool because they could have easily made it look really damaged, not really damaged, but again, have like an actual scratch on it or like pristine and brand new. But no, it, it it looked legitimate. Like I could pick up one of my nephew's Legos and it would have those exact same little tiny scuff marks. Yeah. I love that scene too because it, when he's in the little magic vortex portal thing because it, they do the transition from regular stagnant Lego back to like the animated Lego and his face yeah. scrunches, scrunches up as he gains the power to emote again. And it's just so fun to watch in slow motion. I don't know. It just, it really pleases me way deep down in my heart it was a heartwarming yeah. time definitely so with all of its heartwarmingness, <laughs> the lego movie won <laughs> the bafta the critics choice and the saturn awards for best animated film and was also nominated for a golden globe for best animated film though but it did not, not for one. an oscar not, not for, for an, an oscar, oscar. yeah which People were mad about that. Rightfully so. Yeah. Though, Everything is Awesome. Everything is Awesome received an Oscar nomination for Best Original Song. Which is, like, great. But, like... But but the movie. Right, like, that that song works really well in the context of the movie. I mean, I unironically like the song as well. And listen to it, like, without the movie on in the background sometimes, but... I, I just I just feel like it's weird to nominate that song and not the film. It is weird. Yeah. It's weird, and I think their reasoning was like, it's product placement, which I feel ignores the entire movie itself, but fine, whatever. I mean, there are, there are products that are... Placed, I mean, yeah, there are products, but, but if you're going to see I mean, a movie called really. The Lego Movie, you know that it's about Legos... And Legos are already so ubiquitous that, like, I just feel like if it was also trying to sell you Playmobil in the middle of the movie, then maybe there's an argument for that or, like, sell um, other was, toys. But was Wreck-It so... Ralph, Wreck Ralph 2 nominated for an Oscar, though? Because that was, like, product placement out the wazoo. That was I just Disney saying, was. we own you. And they're not yeah. wrong. But They're like, not wrong. I, w- I went to go see Wreck-It Ralph to see Wreck-It Ralph and Vanellope, and then I got commercials. You can't yeah, be like, I went to go see the Lego movie, and I saw too many Lego products. Like, okay, that's the point, dude. I know. And, like, they do such wonderful creative things with the concept of Legos that it just feels like they saw it was called the Lego movie, and we're like, blah! But then they saw Disney, and we're like, yes, you get a nomination. Without, again, watching the movie. It just makes me mad. 
It was it was a weird thing, and it makes me mad. Lego Movie was great. I so, remember someone told me about it like months before it came out, and they said they really wanted to see it, and I had not seen a trailer for it, and I was like. I don't know. It seems like something maybe my nephew would enjoy, but he's little, and I'm not. And then I saw the trailers, and it looked good. And then I saw the movie and thoroughly enjoyed it. It's a great yeah. movie. I was David, so scale of one to ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give us a number. Um, I gave it like it's like an eight. Okay, good. I was gonna be mad. I liked it. it was All right. Low. You're going to be mad at me again. I was, again. So I ever. was really hoping we could have a productive conversation this time. Yeah. No, I like this one a lot. In case it's been a while since you've seen it, the Lego movie is the story of Emmett Brickowski, a construction worker in the Lego city of Bricksburg, who accidentally stumbles upon the mystical artifact known as the Peace of Resistance. This is the one thing that can stop the Kraggle, a weapon of immense power capable of freezing Lego bricks in place forever. The Kraggle has fallen into the hands of Lord Business, who plots to use it across the Lego multiverse on the coming holiday known as Taco Tuesday. Emmett, along with a master builder named Wildstyle and her boyfriend, Batman, among others, must team up to evade Lord Business and his henchman, Bad Cop, infiltrate their headquarters, and re reunite the peace with the Kraggle. A unicorn cat. Abraham Lincoln, and a glow-in-the-dark ghost wizard, the Lego movie. I give it about an eight. I liked good. it a lot. You're good. Yeah, what parts did you enjoy the most? Um, I don't know. It's it's really funny, and it's sweet, and it made me get, like, kind of emotional towards the end. Yeah, it did. When we go into the, like, the human world. Yeah, it does that. Yeah. That surprised everybody. Yeah, this movie There's is, like, what, like, seven years old, and still at the end when Emmett is like, but you are special by being you. I got choked God. up, and I'm like, God, I it, it also really affects me. <laughs> yeah, it was like, this is this is a lot more heart, like heartfelt than I remember. And I remember yeah. it being very heartfelt, but I was also tearing up while I watched it earlier tonight. Yeah. Yeah, and there's, like, just the right amount of action. Like... <laughs> It's not it's too not, actiony for you. It's not an action movie, but like there's some things that blow up every now and then. Which is and some, it's extra fun because it's animated as submarine, a Mike, you know, there's some like motorcycle submarine chases and things like that. Doesn't it doesn't shy away from the action, but it no. also, you know, it's not it's not all the time. Um yeah, the animation is great like we were talking about. I don't know. I only had, like, really positive feelings towards this one, I think. Good. That means that you have a soul. And it's intact. Yeah. Did either of you, like, get really into Legos as a child? Mm-mm. Not really. We just didn't no. have Legos at my house. Um, my friend had them at her house, so we liked to play with Legos there. But even then, I, I, because I didn't have them available to me constantly, I felt like Emmett, where I was always like, so where are the instructions? What am I supposed to do with this? Which is not how children are supposed to be. But I was like, you gave me a toy and did not tell me how to operate it. What do I do? <laughs> yeah, I was never like a builder child. 
I mean, I kind oh, of was in the sense I that like, like building things. We had connects when I was little. Freaking loved yeah. connects. But connects yeah. felt more three dimensional to me, whereas Legos obviously are three dimensional, but they're they're fairly flat and I don't know. It it felt they're more so, two dimensional so and difficult. Whereas connects, you could do anything with connects. Yeah, we had. I had a few like Lego kits. Like, I had like a a, a Mars rover. And, like, Ooh. a couple of Star Wars little things. They weren't, like, big things. Because, like, Legos are expensive. It's mm-hmm. it's an expensive hobby. That was, like, thousands of dollars worth of Legos in their basement. At the oh, Elder, easily. Geez. Just so much money. But, yeah, we mostly had connects. We had a giant, like, one of those great big plastic Tupperware tubs that was just filled yeah. with connects. We had a big, like, Connects bin that was impossible to open. It looked like a suitcase. I think it was, like, Connects brand. It was orange. And trying to pop those things in and out of place absolutely murdered your thumbs, but it made you stronger as as a human being. (laughs) So my character is rock hard. Which is a weird sentence. Take that part out. I didn't like it. (laughs) I think you should keep it in. Yeah. Except... uh... Older me now really enjoys just the cathartic process of following the instructions on a set of Legos <laughs> and having it be done, which yeah, sounds yeah. lame. I don't have very good, like, I, I would be a terrible sculptor. I don't have whatever that, like, 3D perception is that mm-hmm. people that make sculptures or, like, can make really cool things out of legos have i'm just i'm i don't have that sort of spatial intelligence so getting a little kit that had all of the instructions and showed me how to put the pieces together to make the cool spaceship or whatever like i was into that yeah i, I Plus, was I, very happy building my cool, mars rover it would look just as cool as it did in the picture like, I got it because the picture looked cool, so I want it to look like the cool thing in the picture. It, this is going yeah. to sound sad, but I don't mean it to be sad. But, like, a couple of years ago, I just had a bad week because we had to attend the wake for my great uncle and then his funeral and then the wake for my grandma and then her funeral. And that was just four days in a row, and it sucked. And it was, like, with the same family members. And I went home after my great uncle's funeral and I was like god this was such an emotionally draining two days and the harder two days are still yet to come and my nephew again had his little lego playset. it was like some beach pirate thing and I had nothing else to do and was sad so I pulled out this little kit and I just put it together and it was like the most relaxed and calm and emotionally stable I had been in like a week it was amazing <laughs> That's nice. It yeah. is nice. Legos. That's, that's a nice little story. Yeah, Sad. I'm glad and not that, meant to be, but... I'm glad that you also knew what connects were. I was really afraid that this was going to be some other, like, 90s thing that I remembered that no one <laughs> else had ever heard of. Like, the Sega Channel. Which, I... I searched on wikipedia today just to make sure i hadn't like dreamed this for several years (laughs) of my childhood that other people had heard of it but it sounds vaguely familiar 
yeah, what is the Sega channel? Yeah. Elaborate. So the Sega... The Sega channel was, like, a really early, like, video game streaming service. Mm-hmm. You got a little box that fit into the... It was like a cable box, almost, that had a cartridge part to it as well. So you would hook it up to your cable, like, TV thinger and then put it into the Sega through the cartridge thing and then it would stream video games. There would be like 60 or something every month and it would rotate. It was like Netflix in the 90s for Sega Genesis. I never knew the Sega Genesis was so prophetic. That's so cool. It was good for Sega Genesis. It was so great because, you know, otherwise and it was like I don't know. It was like 15 bucks a month or something, which you could easily have spent at Blockbuster if you were just going to go get individual games. Yeah. And you got all kinds of different stuff that you had never heard of and maybe would never have sought out. And it just streamed right to your right to your Sega. It was fantastic. That sounds but really, I've never really met, cool. I've never met anybody else who has ever heard of it or <laughs> knew that it existed. So every now and then I, I worry that I've invented the Sega channel. But no, there, there it is. It's on, it's on Wikipedia. That's interesting. Yeah. Like stairs. I did that once. <laughs> what did? I told you about that, right? Yes, you have. <laughs> I think that you have. Yeah. This sounds familiar. Yeah. <laughs> Repeat the I story was... anyway. I had just come home from the airport and I had my giant duffel bag with wheels and I was trying to get it up the staircase at my house and it was you know, my duffel bag was super heavy. I'd been gone for a long time and I was dragging it up the stairs. I was like, man, I wish that this was a ramp instead. And then I was like, yeah, but if it was a ramp, you'd have to pull it the whole way and you'd get tired. So what if it was a ramp that had like little pieces cut out of it so you could rest it every now and then? (laughs) And I was like, that would be perfect. And then I realized that's what I was on. (laughs) (laughs) That was was exactly (laughs) that was exactly what I was trying to get the duffel bag up in the first place. (laughs) Um, And I had just come up with stairs. One time I was eating frozen yogurt with my sisters and completely forgot that sometimes people called it froyo. And I truly thought I was on to something. I like set my spoon down and was like, guys, instead of saying frozen yogurt, they should call it frogurt. And then they just (laughs) looked at me and they said froyo. And I said, oh no, okay, never mind. Frogurt is so much worse than Froyo <laughs> in like every way. Yeah, I was like fro- a Frogger dessert. <coughs> I was really excited though. That makes it even funnier. Yeah. Anyway, the oh, Lego Movie. So, yeah. So, Kristen, I wanted to ask you. Yes. So, the scene where everyone's in the Bat spaceship thing, and Batman yes. puts on that terrible song he wrote. And Lucy yeah. is like, this is real music. Dark. Brooding. Is that how you feel when other people recommend songs to you? <laughs> yes. Absolutely. <laughs> like, a, like, like uh, Batman is an artist. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> and you're just like, this is the worst. 
I was even thinking because I can I can go along with the joke and I know that everyone makes fun of pop music, but I freaking love pop music. Like if you find the poppiest song, like everything is awesome, that's my jam. And I, I it was not lost on me that Emmett had those those posters that just said a popular band and the pop and popular was in a red font. And I'm like, I know that you're making fun of me and my music taste and the fact that it's popular and therefore a massive number of people enjoy this music, but screw you. And so that is how I feel whenever people <laughs> will turn something on. They'll put on like Lana Del Rey and they'll be like, she's real music. And I'm like, my ears are bleeding. Please turn this off. <laughs> Sorry to Lana Del Rey fans. I like that Lana is your go-to who you hate because she is also like I also consider her to be like very popular she is and that's the thing like a lot of people she has become pop in her own right not genre but just popularity levels but she has one song I can get behind and all the others are a hard no from me But yes, that is how I feel. Except I did kind of like his song, just because it was funny. His song in the Lego Batman movie? Incredible. Absolutely. A masterpiece. Yeah, there's there's like... I didn't mention in the intro, but there's also Lego Movie 2, Lego Batman movie, and the Lego Ninjago movie? Ninjago. 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 And there's also... Yeah, I saw that. And Cartoon Network has a... TV show spinoff of the Unikitty. Yes, they do. do I they? forgot about that. Oh. There's a there's a Unikitty okay. cartoon. See, the Lego Congrats Batman movie Unikitty. is great because after I had to see the horror that was uh, Batman versus Superman, I literally watched the Lego Batman movie as a palate cleanser for Batman. It really works as a palate cleanser for Batman. Yeah, it's a great Batman movie. He's just... It's a really good iteration of Batman. Iteration? Iteration? I, I think it's iteration. It. You don't know it's how to a good anyways. iteration of Batman. Yeah, David, you I should know, watch that movie. You should. I think you, would, I think you would enjoy it. And you don't necessarily need anything <laughs> other than surface knowledge about Batman to watch it. I don't know what your knowledge of Batman is like. I don't know if that's a, I know, that's a path you've I gone know, down. I know some bat things. I some was really things. into bat. I was into Batman the animated series a lot as a child and like in high school. I I like the Adam West Batman a lot. <laughs> when I was okay. going through a rough period in my life, I was watching a lot of Adam West Batman, and it is really good for when you're sad. <laughs> Yeah, I respect. I I respect that. What else? I've seen the first two Christopher Nolan Batman's. I haven't seen the third one because I don't watch third movies and trilogies ever. Like um, on principle, or just it happens that that's the way just, life goes. That's just the way life goes. It's like with Return of the King. It it was like, you know, I saw the first two and was like, that's enough Lord of the Rings. <laughs> We're good now. <laughs> I'm satisfied. The story yeah. is done. Yeah, the second like it's the second movie is either 
like not as good as the first and then i'm like oh well, i don't really want to see the third one then or the the second movie is really good and i'm like oh well i'm satisfied now i if, if i watch the third one then maybe it'll just disappoint me so for some reason i just never get around to the third movie i haven't seen like the third of the star wars prequel movies either though i've heard okay. it's the best one it is but whatever whatever people talk about it as the best one it's always like they're talking about a brand of cat food that they're eating <laughs> nobody's nobody's ever like mm, this meow mix is fantastic i'm so glad i'm doing this it's always like you if know, you're gonna eat cat food, I guess. If you're this gonna one. eat cat food, I guess I'm gonna go with the crunchy one. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it. I've never heard anybody be like super excited about the third prequel movie, which I, the name of which escapes me right now. Uh, but I literally was so, about. I think it's called. Oh, okay, Revenge I was close. Sith? Yeah, that makes because sense. Because my first thought was just Sith Lord. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think it's Revenge of the Sith, but yeah, not a not a thing that people have really sold me on. So that's a that's a movie that we'll have to watch at some point for the podcast. I think we, we will. I would consider it part of the pop culture canon. Oh yeah, and like there's other. I I've only watched one of the the sequel trilogy. Like I saw the first one, and it was like, oh, this was just Episode Four again, and then yeah. I didn't like watching any of the other ones but yeah yeah i've heard ro i've heard people really like rogue one or really rogue hate one rogue is one. great who hates so, rogue one there's some people some people I, it's it's pretty polarizing from my understanding i feel like, like every single star wars movie is though i get really tired i do too like maybe we shouldn't just because <laughs> People like, are going to come at us and be like, how dare you not know this? And be like, I don't give a hoot, sorry. Yeah, at times it just feels like, I don't know. I think about the rest of my life and how <laughs> much time I'm going to have to spend talking about and thinking about Star Wars. <laughs> it's just like, it's so much. <laughs> There's so much of it that is going to await me, even though I'm like pretty medium on Star Wars at best. I don't dislike star wars and i've had this conversation with martha before about i don't like that in order to enjoy star wars it seems like you have to know everything about star wars and have seen all other star wars things because i liked the first season of the mandalorian because you got like fun star wars things and if you know about star wars i'm sure there were various different references that you went oh that's that thing this is so cool but if you're a person like me who knows nothing, you could just enjoy that it was cool without needing to know a backstory. But season two is where they kept introducing people and places and objects and themes that call back to previous Star Wars things. Like, they mentioned a name, and I had to text my friend who's into Star Wars and be like, what? Am I supposed to know this person? And he said, oh, they're in the comics. And I'm like, so it's not enough that I've seen all the movies. I have to have read all the comics too. And I it's got very enough. frustrated. 
And so even though I enjoyed season two, it it relied heavily on, OMG, it's this person. And then you cut to me looking completely deadpan. I do not care if anything, my enjoyment has gone down because of this. That's how I feel about Star Wars. We can cut all of that. I just have to share it every time it comes up. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that that sounds about like how I feel about it. Like it's hard the the Star Wars fans that I interact with are generally people that it honestly seems like they hate Star Wars, oh, no. but they really liked at least one of the like at least one of the first 3 movies, usually Empire Strikes Back. And this was like something they had watched as a child and were really into, but now nothing will live up to it. And every decision that has ever been made in any Star Wars movie since then is disappointing them somehow on a very deep and personal level. Yeah, that's how it seems. Yeah, like they, they identify as a Star Wars fan, but nothing will ever be good enough for them. And it's so. it's fine to have a favorite in a series and recognize that that is your favorite and certain things will never live up to it. But I feel like it constantly is just like, yeah, I mean, it's fine, but it's no Sith Lord. So, you know, what's the point? And that's not a fun way to live. I have several yeah. favorite Taylor Swift songs, but I don't listen to her new albums and be like, it's no Cornelia Street, so what's the frickin' point? Yeah, that's how I listen to Taylor Swift as well. But that's why I like Rogue One, because you get Star Wars, and it references other Star Wars things that you know, but you don't have to know all the Star Wars things to have fun and enjoy the movie. Rogue One yeah. was, uh, yeah, yeah. There's they so needed many Star to get... Wars things. I, I feel like my enjoyment of Star Wars goes up when Jedi aren't present. You just you like know, the key facet of Star Wars. Like, I just feel like everything is Skywalker's, so I'm oh, so happy yes. when there's like, here's, here's like other people who exist in the Star Wars universe, which is in fact a whole universe slash galaxy. Wouldn't know it. Wouldn't know it. Yeah. Not enough Darth Maul content. Darth Maul's cool. He's great. Anyway. Should, the we, Lego should movie. we talk about the Lego movie? The Star Wars <laughs> characters were in the Lego movie. They were. Segway. Yeah. Segway. Yeah. So, I really like that the main villain of the film is Finn's dad, the man upstairs. Yeah. And how he gets incorporated into the Lego universe as Lord Business. Like, his dad has access to all of the Legos ever made, pretty much. And yet he only wants to follow the instructions that come with the kits and never reimagine them or make anything new. And, like, how Lord Business also wants to end chaos by freezing everything in place exactly as he wants it. And then he's defeated by Emmett slash Finn in the real world, Telling him that he's the most special, interesting person in the world. And yeah. he has the power to change everything. It's so cute. And yeah. Like, like, I don't know. Keep talking. <laughs> like, of all the movies we've watched, I didn't finally cry at 
the Lego movie. <laughs> but I did get pretty emotional at the end of it. It's it's a really like touching scene. When he is saying how like okay, what I see is people being inspired by each other and building off of what people have already created and making something new. I was like it's a metaphor for art. It's a metaphor for writing yeah. and how we all inspire each other. And how you can base yeah. something off of something, but then it becomes something entirely new in the process, depending on who's making it. And I was like, ah, blah, blah. And I was like crying into my tea. And like, this is, <laughs> this is, this is so good. Yeah. I love that the message in the movie is like, have fun and be creative. Like, don't glue everything in place and never change it. Like, embrace the weird and wild possibilities of the world. It's like, so good. That's so good. I was yeah. really, and I feel like it doesn't exactly condemn following directions either. If that's your jam, because they have to do that to get into the bad guy's place, and they have to like. They say like as a starting point, you know, build off of what has already been created. They just, they say that change is okay, and that being inspired by somebody else to change something is good, and like any creative process, is good, even if it's a double decker couch. And it's just like, I don't know, man. I cut you off, Kristen. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say two things. One, I really enjoyed the, like, build something only you can build. And a guy just, like, puts a croissant with a wheel. And he kind of yeah. looks up and is really pleased. <laughs> and it's touching, yeah. but you're like, he's on his way to building, like, a little croissant kiosk or something. Like, I, it was just very charming. <laughs> and I don't know why, but I was so charmed by the animation when they're saying this and it cuts to the one guy in the crowd who I think is another construction worker but he's not wearing orange he has a hard hat I think and he just has two little gray pieces and he puts them together and sort of very gently his head pops back and the people around him sort of you know look around and it's just him putting two pieces together but he didn't follow the instructions he just made something and the a animation of it was very pleasing, but it was just such a tiny, wholesome moment that it's like, you don't have to do something wild and crazy like a croissant and a wheel. You can just have two pieces, and that's your starting point. Yeah, it's really nice. I don't know if it was, yeah. if it's just like one whole year of lockdown, or if it's because it was day one of me being locked in my room, or what. <laughs> But I was like, God, this is this is really pulling on some heartstrings right now. <laughs> yeah. 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 For for those that don't know, Kristen is in isolation now. Yeah. She is. If you hear the occasional cough, she... that's my pal Rona saying hello. <laughs> yeah. So <coughs> that was not planned. Yep, there she there. is. There it is. Not <coughs> planned. So hopefully by the next time we record an episode, Kristen will be all better and not have to be locked in her room. Fingers crossed. But well, you can keep her locked in there. I mean, I record in my room anyway, so this isn't really that different Bruce. from our usual thing. Yeah. So maybe you'll have a cat with you next time. I freaking hope so. It's going to be a long two weeks. Yeah. 
Anyway. Yeah. Also, oh, Lego Movie. Which characters did you guys get? Oh yeah. Yeah, we had uh, we had to do a personality quiz, and I went through probably four or five of them, and the one that I enjoyed the most just had you click on different Lego minifigures that you enjoyed. <laughs> it would it would ask you like which one of these is the best, and then you'd have a selection of like eight and pick one, and that was the personality quiz. Yeah, that was it. Anyways, um, I got Benny. Benny, the, uh, the guy who's really obsessed with spaceships. Good for you. So, That's a good result. Yeah. I'm happy for you. That is a good result. Yeah. The quiz, the quiz gave no description or justification whatsoever for no. the personality result. It just gave you a character from the movie. So I got Benny, the spaceship guy. You know, I'll take it. I like spaceships. He's great, and I think his joke—I think his joke is pulled off really well for a character who's introduced so late in the film. I felt like the spaceship was a payoff. It really was. Yeah. He keeps he keeps wanting to build one, and then finally gets to build his spaceship. I know, and I remember like shaking with laughter when he finally got to do it, and everything was like slow mo while he was while he was, like you guys are gonna let your no one's gonna say no, and then when he's like when he's off screen and then the spaceship just comes up from beneath all those other planes and he goes spaceship <laughs> while it comes up like he's yelling spaceship a lot during those scenes but this one is timed with it rising from the bottom out of nowhere and it just really i remember like crying in the theater because i was so happy for him yeah that's, that's so that's me who are who are you howie mm. i am um vitruvius because I am Vitruvius. because I am wise and and wise. No, I am you are wise not. and helpful. That's who I am. Neither I am a quest things. giver and I am a really valuable party member even if I'm dead. Mm, no. That's the quiz has spoken. The quiz didn't say Psycho- any of that. You're making a big leap. No. Well, I feel like those are just key qualities of Vitruvius. Side note, my favorite Vitruvius line is when he is like, we're going to send a message out to the other master builders. These birds will go to an internet cafe where they'll email everyone. And he like throws the birds out the window. It's just a really quick, small line that really gets me. I'm I'm pretty yeah. happy with Vitruvius. I like Vitruvius a lot. Yeah. So who'd you get, Kristen? I got bad cop, good cop, because I am Liam Neeson in the action movie of life. That's me. I give off... That's you. I give off lots of bad cop vibes, don't I? I mean, as in bad at things, I suppose. I'm great (laughs) at things. But you are neither, like, adorably pleasant like good copies... Or fear-inducing, like Bad Cop is. So this just am... feels like a hilariously off result, like that time you got Beth. Uh, me getting Beth was very accurate, and one day no, you guys will see accurate. it. You'll see it one day. established that it wasn't accurate. But You'll Good Cop, see Bad it Cop is day. a funny result, so I can accept this one. And it's because <laughs> I am Liam Neeson in the action eh. movie of life, so... That's that. No, I feel fine with my result. I don't know. 
I really like good cop. Doesn't cop. feel genuine. I like his little his little claw hands. Look, I'm being sarcastic. You can tell by the way I'm moving my claw hands. I like how terrifying he looks when he draws the smiley face back oh my God, on. I'm yes. like, God, that's out of a Classic. horror movie. That was, the, off, that was the good cop I was imagining your result to be. The end one. <laughs> Who just has this horrifying magic marker drawn on his face. You are Liam Neeson in the action movie of life. Yes, I am. You just, as as you're currently stricken with the Rona, locked in your room. Yeah. I'm not stricken. I'm out here you're stricken. using these lungs of mine to talk about the Lego movie <coughs> and my very passionate stance on Star Wars. Oh, you had said that good cop, bad cop was not who you had spe- expected in the uh, in the Discord. Who were you hoping for? Who was I hoping for? I don't even know if I was hoping for anyone in particular. I just got that result and thought, eh, don't think that's me, but okay. Maybe Unikitty, because I too can be annoying and have deep-seated rage hidden beneath the bubbly layers. That was who I was going to peg you as, Unikitty. I was also going to peg you as Unikitty. <laughs> so. Excellent. So you are not, in fact, the Liam Neeson of, of life in the action movie. I forget how you phrased it, but it's wrong. Liam Neeson in the action movie of life. Now. There we go. I am Allison Brie in the Lego movie of life. Yeah. Yeah. I can accept you using that as your tagline for yourself. I really liked when they went to Unikitty's realm, the cloud something. Oh, yeah. Uh, Cloud Cuckoo Land. Yes. Yeah, Cloud Cuckoo Land. And, like, the first thing they see is, like, this weird, like, slinky kind of thing this like slinky person like moving around and everything is really weird and batman's just like i hate it he was not happy there god bless but yeah i like that it was this like weird and colorful place where everything was put together very strangely yeah and there's like no consistency none yeah it's uh it's a good it's a good place that then burns up and falls into the sea. Oh, fun times! Poor Cloud Cuckoo Land. Yeah, yeah. I really did enjoy how like hodgepodge the story is. Yeah. Just everything is put together in the, in the way that sort of a child playing with Legos would come up with things. Exactly. Like, like you've got Cloud Cuckoo Land. You've, like, you've got the reveal that Lucy's boyfriend is Batman. Oh, my God. That when, reveal is so... When they're so... all falling into... Yeah, they're all, like, falling into the river, and then suddenly this bat jet swoops in out of nowhere. Because, like, the previews for the movie featured Lego Batman, and he was extremely funny, so people were very excited for Lego Batman, as well as, like, the general tone of Lego movie. Like, people were like, wow, this looks good. But the fact that Lego Batman is... Wild Styles' boyfriend is like. It was a twist that nobody saw coming, and it's it's not even like a huge twist or anything. It was just like, wow, that is extremely funny, to put in this movie, and then not hint at it at all in the trailers. That was just like, hey, babe, was such a good. 
such a good entry line for Batman. Like, kudos, Phil Lord and Chris Miller. Kudos. Yeah. You've got, like, that, and you've got, you know, just the the whole plot is just such a funny jumble of, like, suddenly they're in the, the Wild West town. Yeah. And it's like, what? What are we doing here? Like, well, you know, like, that's just... That's just how things work in that's this just, movie. That's just, that's just how now. it is. One time yeah. I saw, I caught this on TV, except they had edited the movie so that when Batman threw all those things trying to hit the button and, you know, he misses a billion times and then gets it and says, first try, they edited the movie so that he hit it on the first try and said, first try. And I'm like, no, you're ruining the whole the point of the joke. Yeah, that joke is hilarious. <laughs> And you, and you ruined, no, like, I still say first try when I finally succeed at something in, like, a video game. Like, I don't know if they were just trying to cut six seconds off the runtime for some reason, but you find a different six seconds. You don't ruin that joke. Like, come on. Yeah. I can't believe they've done that. Yeah. (laughs) It's funny. It was funny to me too that all the other master builders are just a random assortment of historical yes! and pop culture yes! people that just happen to have Lego figurines. I... Like Shaq is in it. Yes! There's a Gandalf. And Abraham Lincoln it's flies away. Really funny. I can't explain why it's so funny. It just. I think having people that you recognize but like turned into Lego, I I uh, enjoyed that a lot. Whenever they would have, you know. Like, there's Lego Wonder Woman. Or, uh, like, the whole Lego Superman and Lego Green Lantern thing, where Green Lantern is just, like, really obnoxious to Superman. Yeah. It's golden. There's something really funny to me, too, about hearing, like, someone's full, like, a real person's full name, like, Shaquille O'Neal. And he's just there as a Lego. He's, like, one of my favorite Legos. Oh, no, they were ready for that. I don't know. It's like, it's just funny. I just think it's funny. Yeah, it was good. There was, yeah, there was another line like that that happened twice where um I can't remember the scene, but they're like, it couldn't be that easy. And then it's like suddenly that easy or like the, or when the pirate, when the pirate ship, when the yeah. pirate ship shows oh, up. Oh, when, when they're building the ships, just like they're following the instructions. Yeah, Lego Batman yeah. goes, my God! And then something else happens, like, immediately, at, like, another scene or two later. And it's like, again? The Millennium Falcon comes by. Yeah. Yeah. And they get the hyperdrive from there. Yeah. I really enjoyed the line, Batman is the worst person I've ever met. <laughs> <laughs> like, he is, though. It just That's why his version is so good. It, like, makes fun of Batman from such a loving place. Yeah. And he's I don't know. I'm a broken record. I just think this movie is very charming and funny like almost all the time. I like that it tries to and does. It doesn't just try to. It does sneak in these little jokes under the radar like my second favorite joke probably in the whole movie is earlier on 
when Lucy says something about, like, yeah, and you don't even know that, like, President Business is going to try to, like, destroy the world. And he's like, well, why would he do that? He's a good guy. He does this and this and this and, like, owns all of our history textbooks and textbooks and surveillance cameras and voting machines. Wait a second. And it's just the little tiny wait a second before it just jumps back into the rest of the movie. Yeah. And I love it. They are Great really part. good at writing little jokes that maybe wouldn't be funny in the hands of another creative team. Like, I could see a lot of the jokes like, are you ready for this? Oh no, they were ready for that. Not being funny with other people because they would be trying too hard, it wouldn't be timed right or something. But like, almost everything in this movie lands. It does. For me. My, my first favorite joke, nobody asked, but I'm going to share it anyway, yeah, is just <laughs> when she, when Lucy is showing Vitruvius how Emmett is not a master builder and they're like okay so from the stuff you have around here um build a car and he's like well I don't see a wheel or three more wheels <laughs> like I don't know so why <laughs> but when I saw that part in the theater I lost it that was my favorite part it's just yeah, it's it has aggressively a... long pause, and the fact that he can't even come, with, come up with any other part of a car aside from more wheels. <laughs> like, it's, it's, I don't want to say quiet humor, but it's a lot of little moments like that that are just so perfectly timed and funny, and there are, like, background moments that I really like as well. There's a part after Emmett uses his head as the spinny attachment for the for the wheel. Vitruvius is like, great job, Emmett! And he's like hugging a pig. Which could maybe be an ableist joke because he's a blind character. But he also looks so happy with that pig that I think he maybe did intend to like cuddle a pig. But his li he's got that little like Lego smile and his eyes are crinkling while he's just like hugging this pig and moving it back and forth. And it always makes me laugh. And then the way that when they're falling before Lego Batman picks them up. Vitruvius is spinning in the background of both Emmett and Lucy, even though there's no way he should be in the background <laughs> of both of those shots. It's just, like, really... The physical humor is so good. I'm a fan of very quick animated movements, and this movie has plenty of those. Thank you for mentioning the pigs, because I was thinking while watching this one, like, oh my god, the little tiny Lego pigs are so cute. I have to remember Aren't to mention cute? that, and then I forgot. Yeah! But they're so <laughs> they're cute! So, they're so cute! And the little the little alligators that all have, like, the little, the little cop sirens on them. I don't know why that also is funny. It but just it is. is. I like those. Yeah, I really did like the um the the police car lights on the on the alligators. <laughs> I wasn't quite sure why they were there, but I was happy with it. They're just there. I don't know. Yeah. Lego movie. Lots of I think that's all I had to talk about. Well timed, was... well delivered jokes. I don't know. Yeah. It was hard to come up with an outline for it cuz again, when I really just enjoy a movie straight through and don't have much to talk about, like it's hard to it's hard to uh, fill out the outline with questions, but because every question is like, "Why is this movie so great? Why do you agree with that?" Yeah, because it's great. <laughs> yeah, it was great. It was a good time. 
Did um did either of you have other things that you wanted to add? Hmm. Um I think I think the one thing that I'm not super sold on in Lego movie is maybe the romance between Lucy and Emmett. Because that does feel like the least inventive, driest part of the movie to me. It does. Because mm-hmm. I know that I know that the movie plays into tropes of like here's the special chosen one, here's the adventure we go on. ETC, ETC. So it kind of makes sense for there to be a romance between the lead and then the lead lady. I just, like, feel like the Lego movie could have done better with that. I don't know. I feel like they 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 make a big deal about anyone can be the special and, like, Lucy, here's your chance to be the hero. But at the end of the day, I still feel like Emmett gets all the attention for that. And the second movie kind of acknowledges that. A little bit. I actually really did like the second movie. I enjoyed the second movie. I haven't seen it yeah. in a long time. I think I saw it I've only in theaters, and that's it. Yeah, same. But uh, that there one were like two jokes in it. Great music. Fit phenomenal. I have to watch that again because I because I I gotta watch that again. Yeah, yeah. The second one kind of acknowledges it, but I still feel like that's the part that could maybe use the most improvement or could just be cut and they end up being buddies. But then I guess Lucy and Batman would still be together. And Bat like Batman, I don't know, he's fine as a boyfriend. He's meant to be like a funny character because he's Batman. So I didn't really mind that they were together, but he's also the worst person I've ever met. So yeah. maybe not. I don't know. I just feel like it got a little bit dicey when they tried to include the romance subplot. Instead of just, hey, this person's actually really cool, despite the fact that his favorite restaurant is any chain restaurant, <laughs> and his favorite song is uh, Everything is Awesome, and his favorite sitcom is Where Are My Pants? That was not a good imitation of how they say it. No, I it was it not. Halfway through. It was yeah, pretty pathetic. And my Do heart, it again. Whatever. Take two. Where are my pants? That was better. Yeah, that was better. Anyway, the chain restaurant is also one of my favorite lines. That is literally nothing. It is not... It is a throwaway line, but just any chain restaurant. Mostly I got mad I at know. that, because I'm like, that's that's not choosing a favorite. Do you know how many chain restaurants there are? <laughs> I know, are? but like... <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, just, I appreciate how the movie makes fun of being normal and also being quirky and weird it just it really feels like it's on your side no matter what your interests are yeah you know yeah so it just it makes me happy it's real heartwarming extremely funny it's heartwarming it's entertaining it's funny you can watch it with children and not have to be weird about it or cover their eyes it's colorful Love colorful movies. Not enough Animation are. is beautiful. Like, I really like... Because the other Phil Lord, Chris Miller movie we have watched was Into the Spider-Verse. Like, I just like that both of those movies do something new with animation. And, you know, really experiment with it. And make something so unique and cool. And I... Ah! I can't, I can't put it into words except to say that I love it. Yeah. Yeah, it was really great. Yeah, like I said, I really appreciated all the um, the attention to detail, and I'm sure that even even beyond Wikipedia, I'm sure there are 
lots of things written about all the work and like details work that they put into making everything look so much like Legos and so much like stop motion that at several points in time during the film, I was like, this has got to be stop motion. They're lying if they say it's not. You should watch the Lego Batman movie, David, because watch it, watch it, watch it's it. It's also very good and extremely funny. Yeah, and I, I even mean... enjoyed Ninjago, which I did see in theaters because I just like watching Legos move around and make faces. It was like it a was... B. Like it wasn't like it was as not good as, as good as the others. But when the bar is set so high, it's very easy it's hard to fall short. To get there, like. I left. It had some good moments. Yeah, it was but like yeah. it was cute. I went it to go see it mostly. It I went to go see it mostly because I had enjoyed the other Lego movies so much. Yeah, and yeah, if you want just like an enter another entertaining feel good movie, this one is it. It's no Lego movie, but it's fun. No. Oh, but Lego Two. I think you would like Lego Movie Two. Like, Lego Movie 2 yeah. isn't as good as the original Lego Movie, but it's not like it's significantly worse, either. That's good to hear. Yeah. And it's got yeah, great well, music! At, mm-hmm. at the very least, we could add it to the podcast movie list. Oh, we should. We should add it. Maybe get to it at some other point in time. Maybe if we watch a bunch of like depressing movies in a row, we can go back to the Lego Movie franchise. Just to shake it up and bring some joy back into our lives. Definitely. Should we talk about the next episode? Oh, we should. Absolutely. All right. So for next time, it's the 1700s in the newly formed United States of America. And even the smallest slights are settled with duels. Accidentally insult someone at a party? Duel. Park your horse in the wrong horse stall? Duel. Anger somebody while treasury secretary, despite being a founding father and statesman without whom America might not exist as we know it? You know that's a duel, or at the very least, a rap battle. To the death. That's right. For next time, we're watching Hamilton, the movie version of the musical by Lin-Manuel Miranda, which I've never seen and don't really know that much about. But (laughs) But he's a huge part of pop culture, so we should... We should look we should watch that. Yeah. But as they say, this is my one shot to discover what all the fuss is about. That's the only thing I know from Hamilton. Good job, David. Is it a good job? Proud of you. I like for what we've come to expect from David, yeah. It's like the Ninjago movie. It's like you did okay. No, but he's <laughs> like the one thing I know is one shot, but the line is my shot. Oh, it is my shot, isn't it? It is. Oh, no did, I thought you did say my shot. He no. says he said my one shot. I did. <sighs> okay, it's well, okay. I it. It's okay. I don't know anything about Hamilton. Like, <laughs> I know my, far um, too much about Hamilton. So this is going to yeah. be you both. A you both seen it live, right? Yes, just the other day. I had a little thing on my uh, uh, Snapchat. That said that two years ago was when I saw it live for the second time. Well, there you go. There I go. Yeah. Hamilton. My mom. Yeah. 
my mom was a, a K through five music teacher for like 20 odd years or something. And she loves musicals. So I grew up with a lot of musical theater in my life. And while musicals are not exactly my favorite anymore, like I do have fondness for ones I remember from my childhood. So we'll see how I feel about this one. Like I've heard some si snippets of some songs that apparently I've misremembered completely <laughs> while in cars with friends who were crazy about Hamilton. But that was a long time ago. And I, that's really all I know about what about I, it and the movie. Hamilton is fun because my dad got really into it and my dad does not like musicals and my dad does not like rapping. But he freaking loves American history and the Founding Fathers. And he loves Hamilton. It's great. We should all love Hamilton. And then it's also funny because I was once in the car with people listening to Hamilton and my friend's brother was like, this doesn't sound like something you would listen to. What is this? And I said, oh, it's a musical, a Broadway musical about the Founding Fathers, specifically Alexander Hamilton and his life and death. And he said, I take it back. This sounds exactly like something you would listen to. <laughs> so it's fun. It is fun. I yeah. told my dad once after I saw Hamilton, I was like, oh, yeah, it was great. Like, I think even you and mom would be able to sit through it and like it and he cut me off before I could finish that sentiment and said I will never see Hamilton <laughs> so somberly and I was like alright well that settles that but there we go yeah it's good I've, I've heard that it's good we will find and out it's, it's quite popular even we'll among my even among my grad school friends who were like sometimes insufferably cool <laughs> and like, do they listen to Lana Del Rey I think they might even be too cool for Lana Del Rey some of them good for them but even even them they were many of them quite into Hamilton and that was being around people into Hamilton while not actually ever knowing anything about it was the line that I skated throughout much of my time <laughs> when I was living in Texas. That sounds exhausting. It sounds miserable. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. That's, that's you my go. life. Hamilton. So, that'll be for next week. Next week, Hamilton. This week, the Lego movie, mostly, more or less. <laughs> for, yeah. Yeah. All right. So, um, <coughs> until next week. <laughs> Good, goodbye, Kristen. Bye, I hope David. you feel better. Me too. <laughs> goodbye, Hallie. Adios. So long, listeners. <laughs>